Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend, Teresa V, is back with us. And today we are talking about reinventing your purpose, aligning with the now. There's a lot of that going on right now. So we're going to talk to Teresa about that. And the angels are going to be here with us, working with us as well. We're going to talk about why you are feeling disconnected from your purpose at this crucial time, how to recognize that what your soul is asking for of you has shifted, the importance of being responsible and rock solid in your purpose, where to look for the clues that lead to clarity when you feel disconnected, and the signs that your guidance is real and true. All that and more, we're going to be taking some live caller questions, working with the angels. Um, so if you want to, you can raise your hand or you can type a question in the chat. And I was just going to say really quickly, you know, when I was thinking about Teresa right before this call, and, you know, I, I often say my good friend, Teresa, my good friend, this and that person, and they are, they've all become really good friends. But one of the, one of the guests who has truly become a good friend is Teresa. So that's why it's like, when I say that, it's like, it's not fake. It's not just say, me saying something. She has become a good friend over the years of us doing, you know, these shows together. So I'm so glad that she is here with us and I really enjoy her company, but I also enjoy her wisdom and how connected she is to her angels and guides and to you and your guides and angels as well. So for those of you who don't know Teresa, she is an international speaker, a spiritual teacher, a mentor, a priestess, a master of the healing arts and angelic channel. She works with people who feel that they should have attended Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters before being sent out into the world, helping them to find the strength in their sensitivities and guiding them in the use of these superpowers. Teresa is a visionary, a love warrior, and a fierce stand for peace who is widely regarded as a presence of unconditional love. In her uniquely effective way, she has been helping people expedite their healing and ascension for over 15 years, calling us into our authenticity and full integrity. She empowers sensitives to stand in the power of who we really are so that we can feel more alive, on purpose, and fulfilled. So Teresa, I'm so glad you're back with us today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here, especially now. Exactly, especially now. So <laughs> let's talk about, let's quickly just talk a little bit about the energies of this time. We're in the Lionsgate portal at the moment, right? Um, what's going on? Well, not not specific to the Lionsgate portal, but to, to the world, we're in this great period of change, mm -hmm. right? We're leaving behind. It's like we're shedding a skin of how things used to be and we're moving forward into something new, something uncharted. And there's memories waking up within so many old souls about what that looked like in the past. And so a lot of the spiritual people are feeling the disconnect between what, what seems to be now and what is awakening within them. And this is specific so that we could, it's specific to our need to build bridges from that feeling to what exists. And so we're just in this flux and what happens is people don't know where to put their energy. So we're just constantly looking as humans for something to disagree about. And so you'll look back over the last, I don't know, like at least four years, but going to eight years. And there's a lot of that energy of just spinning our wheels, wasting all of that energy, looking for things to disagree with each other on. And so when we can stand out of it and look at this period of time 
as change, as an influx of energy, as resistance to letting go of who and what we were before, then it brings us into more compassion and it gives us the strength and the stamina to, to kind of walk forward one foot in front of the other. I love that. And, you know, that's what we read. What we need right now is that stamina, that energy, that compassion, because a lot of us are changing our ways of being. We are, we are being called to do something different. We're being called to really be who we are authentically and step out and shine in that way. Not, not what we did before, because that might have been, you know, really we were doing stuff because we were told to do that, you know, or, we're watching other people and it's like, yeah, that sounds like a good fit. Let me try that for a while and see. But now it's like the soul is really saying, all right, it's time. It's your time to be you authentically and do what lights you up. It's not really even do what you came here to do, but it's about in this moment now, what is you know calling to you? What is interesting you, right? Yes. Well, there's so many aspects to this. So what was really interesting is right before we started, Archangel Ariel just stepped in really big and huge. So it feels to me that that's the energy that this group needs that's supporting us today. And, and it's no surprise because we're in the lion's gate. So of course, Ariel is going to show up. Um, but what the other piece is we may not have been doing something misaligned before. We might have been truly following our guidance and following our soul to do what we needed to do on this planet to get to this point of change, to tip the scale so that we could be exactly where we are now. And then because so many of us live a life of spirit and asking to be used to better the world, right? Please just work through me, show me what you need. And the universe, our guides, our angels, the divine, our higher self, they're all showing us right now what is needed. And so your purpose is probably, I, I mean, almost everybody is feeling some sort of shift, even if you're in the same thing that you've been doing, there's a shift in terms of how you're being called to show up in, in some way, you know? So maybe if you're a spiritual teacher, you were channeling and you were doing all of these things to help people connect with spirit. It was all like upper chakra stuff and bam, now we're in this new paradigm and all the spiritual pe people need to be embodied. Yeah. So maybe that's not your thing anymore. And maybe now you're being called into something else. And, you know, I've been seeing things like this happening. You know, maybe you're not a lawyer anymore, but now you're doing something different, or, but related. And so it's not that you missed the signs. It's that you, your soul has said, show me, show me how I need to show up. Show me how I can be of service and you're being shown. And that's the thing, if you're asking that question, you will be shown, right? And this, and the, you know, it's not, it's, it'll be subtle. So it's, it's like, you have to be present in order to really get the messages, right? You can't always be in your head, trying to figure stuff out, thinking, 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 and looking externally, right? It's about being present in the moment. And, you know, when you ask that question, being willing to receive the answer, because you will get it if you're, if you're staying in that stillness and silent, you know, silencing your mind a little bit you will get the answer that, you're, that your soul is trying to tell you, right? And give you, right? Um, and, and, you know, a, a lot of people right now are also, I think, you know, scared because of all the changes that are going on, right? And so they're unsure. I don't think scared is the right word. They're unsure, right? They have a little bit of doubt. 
about, well, is this the right way now? Is this the right path now? You know, am I, am I really truly following my soul's guidance or is this just my head again? Right. It, and it may not have been your head before, but it may have been. So it's, it's about feeling. We have to move into feeling the guidance because this is a more embodied paradigm that we're in. And so most of our guidance is going to lead us to feel a certain way. So if we feel peace, if we feel that stillness of knowing it's true for us, but at the same time feel that excitement, like that pulse of excitement, that is definite guidance, right? If we're sort of in that wondering, maybe it's partial guidance or we're not sure yet, or it's not fully come to fruition. We also need to remember the angels are always reminding us, especially now that when you make a decision, no decision is final. So mm -hmm. if you are saying, you know what, I think I might want to go study gardening and you sign up for a commitment and you get two weeks into that commitment and you say, yeah, this isn't really the path that I wanted to be on. You're not stuck there, right? Yeah. There's a way out of every decision or we can backtrack and say, okay, this part felt right. What needs to change? And so there, we don't have to put, the angels are always saying, you're really good at putting pressure on yourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the thing is, is when we can feel into these things that we're feeling guided to, or at, at least feeling interested in, and approach it with a sense of openness, a sense of play, like we're trying it out, you know, like when, when you were a kid and you wanted to try out swimming or basketball or piano, we're trying it out and seeing how it fits. And if it doesn't fit, then guess what? You just do it, you learn that it doesn't fit, and then you move on. Exactly. We're, we're, we're never stuck in a choice or in a decision. You know, we can always choose something else. And a lot of times we won't know if it's the right choice for us until we actually play in it for a little while. Exactly. Right. You, I mean, you exactly. can't just, you, you can't think it, you know, you know, you have to try it out, you know, be fully immersed in it, you know, actually doing it. And then you'll know like, mm, no, not quite exactly, but it's kind of close. But yeah, like, like you said, there's some elements of it that yes, makes sense, but not quite there, you know, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you made a mistake, right? And that's the thing. It's like, people have to get that there are no mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. They're all experiences and we're always learning from every experience. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> um, can I just have like some easier experiences, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I actually just had a conversation about this with my niece over the weekend. And we were talking about science and, and how we learn through science. And I said to her, you know, some of the things that we learn the most or the best lessons come through mistakes. There are things we wouldn't have even thought about. And we made a mistake. It took us not to the answer we were looking for, but we learned something completely different. Mm -hmm. And it maybe caused us to look at things from a different perspective. And then we learn. So, you know, it, it's, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect and to follow the guidance when what happens a lot of times is we follow that first piece of guidance and maybe it feels not fully right. But when we follow that guidance, we make a connection that leads us to the next place that maybe still doesn't feel really right. But then we make another connection. And so the universe is like, 
having us connect the dots, yeah. right? Rather than give it to us all at once, it's, it's playing a game with us of connect the dots, build your energy, learn what doesn't work. So many times we learn our vocabulary of positivity through our experiences of negativity, right? We learn what we don't like so that mm -hmm. we can articulate what it is we do want. And we would never know if we didn't have the experience or we take what was amazing about that experience and we say, we wanna build on this in a different direction. And so that's that's really important. We are still human beings, we're not perfect. And um, you know, that's the thing. And, and that's that's a big thing with this time too. This time is so magical because we're, we're going back to being human beings. And so many of the light workers feel the urgency of the time, feel the need to be doing. And so the being part is really hard. And we just want to be doing, 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 making the change when the universe is saying to us, when the divine is saying to us, when our guides, please just sit, let the integration happen. Let the unfolding happen. You need to calibrate to this new paradigm energy. You need to figure out how to have your feet on the ground here and just exist. When you figure that out, then you can start running around. And, and that's the magic of this time that we're in. Yeah. And, and the stillness, you know, is, is, so, is so key and important. And it's about stopping and hearing the guidance, connecting to the guidance. And, the, you know, it's about being first and then doing, you know, once you receive the guidance, then take, you know, the, the, the actions, but it's the inspired actions. But it's like right now, you know, the, all the rushing, it's like, there's no, we're not going to get left behind. I mean, there's some people who say that. It's like, well, you better hurry up, otherwise you're going to be left behind. No, that's not going to happen. You know, you're not going to be left behind. But the thing is, it's like, what are you choosing for yourself? You know, like, are you choosing to be still? Are you choosing to connect? Are you choosing to have a relationship with your guides and angels and your soul? Are you, right? Or are you just, you know, outside of yourself all the time and going to external people. I mean, I do that sometimes too, but you know, like, right. I do both. Do you have a balance of that for yourself, right? And I think the, the, the angels and the guides, that's what they want us to do more than anything is just like you said, be still and, and work on the, your relationship with yourself and them and source. And then all the, the rest of the steps will unfold. And it's not like you don't go from A to Z in one step right? You go from A to B to C, and it's not a straight line. It's zigzagging and so on and so forth, but trusting in that process as well, right? Yeah. You know, and the funny thing is that I could be sitting here meditating. What's my life purpose? What's my life purpose? What's my life purpose? And all I keep thinking about is leafy greens, right? And, and what, you know, and I, I keep going, keep going, but that's the message. The message is go get yourself some leafy greens. Maybe my system needs to be supported with that energy, or maybe I'm going to make a connection when I go pick them up that is important to mm -hmm. the question I'm asking the universe. So we have to be willing to follow even the smallest piece of guidance because very often we get overwhelmed, right? As sensitives, we get overwhelmed when we look at the big picture. I'm supposed to be speaking in front of millions of people. How is that going to happen? I'm, I'm an introvert who, yeah. you know, who X, Y, Z. And when it unfolds in this way, it's non-threatening. The universe is playing with us. Our soul is letting it happen in a way that feels good to us, but we resist and we get frustrated because I'm trying to find out what my purpose is. And all the universe is talking to me about is green vegetables, you know? 
<laughs> so that's the, the energetic that we have to change. We have to trust in the moment, trust the guidance that's coming, no matter how ridiculous or unrelated it seems. Take the action so that our guides, our angels, the universe can give us the next action after that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> Pat says in the chat, but my heart says pizza. You know, my guidance is saying leafy greens, but my heart says pizza. I totally get it. <laughs> That's totally fine. But I have to tell you, come to the Northeast if you want some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So, um, so I know there's lots of questions in the chat that are coming up around uh, connection around guidance from the from the angels and guides. Um, there's just so many things in the chat, and I'm not able to get them all for some reason. It's like I'm not seeing them properly, so I don't know what's going on here with the thing. But let's, you know, how can we, you know, that's a good question. How can we start to trust the guidance that we're receiving? So it's a muscle that we need to flex, right? This is the angels have been talking a lot about building this muscle lately. So it's just like going to the gym and picking up a weight. You're not going to start with the hundred pound weight. You're going to start with the two to five pound, depend on who you are and do lots of repetition. So you build up the muscle. This is what happens when we follow the guidance on the small things. It can be as small, like you're getting an intuitive hit to you know, go grab the mail right now out of the mailbox. And then you run into an old friend. When we follow those small things, we flex those muscles, we work those muscles, and then we can follow our guidance on the bigger things. What we need to see is that evidence that our guidance is true and real. And especially for those who are claircognizant, you know, we, a lot of us have our clairs open in one way or another, but the claircognizance is the hardest one to rest into because it's just a knowing mm -hmm. with no proof. Like, I just know that this is happening and I have no proof. And we're so used to having to explain ourselves. So when we follow that guidance, when we follow that knowing and see that, yes, it worked, it was true, it, it worked, then we know next time it comes where we have less resistance. And so that's really how we start playing with it. And if you're missing your guidance right now, the angels have been talking about us not being as clear as possible because we are tired. And, and that's what they're saying. In this new paradigm, the spiritual people, the light workers, the love warriors, are not going to be able to live their purpose anymore if we're operating from a place where we are depleted. Up until now, we could give 110% of our energies to others and still somehow find a reserve to get things done. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be allowed anymore. We need to be the leaders in moving through lack and limitation energy and operating from a deficit of energy is enforcing lack and limitation energy. And so what we need to do now is make sure we're refueled, we are taken care of first, and then we will receive the guidance. So if you are not getting clear guidance and you've been asking, ask yourself, am I depleted in any way? Do I need to take care of myself now? Because maybe that's why the guidance is not coming. So it's all about making these tweaks in this new paradigm. This is what they're saying. You have to figure out how to exist now. It's yeah. not the same as it was a year ago. It's not the same as it was two years ago. So we need to figure out how this whole thing works. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, the, you know, we've been talking about self-care for a long time, right? And I have been guilty of that myself, of pushing myself and not taking a break, and et cetera. Um, I know, but then what, what I did, I do sometimes, <laughs> I do sometimes, so I'm, I'm getting better at it, right? But you cannot give from an empty cup, right? We've all heard that before. You cannot give from an empty cup. And really you should be giving from the overflow. So fill yourself up first before you start to give at all, right? So you are just as important as everybody else. You have to get that. It's not like everybody else is more important than me. No, you are just as important you know, as everybody else. So give to yourself first, take care of yourself. What do you require? Boundaries for God's sakes, my God, boundaries, 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 right? But it's, it's about, you know, when you have boundaries, what you're saying is I'm worth this, you know? So I'm worthy of this. I deserve this, you know, for the boundaries and I'm worth it. So many of us are afraid of boundaries because we're so sensitive that sometimes hitting a boundary to us can feel like hitting a brick wall. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to set them up that way. Boundaries can be moved as you feel that they can be moved. They're flexible. You can shift and change them. And it can be as simple as loving yourself, yeah. right? So so I, I use this example sometimes. I have a friend who's male and, and we met and we were like instant brother and sister, right? We had this great relationship. We would go and have all of these philosophical discussions and we would spend hours in Starbucks talking about philosophy. And then a lot of my friends who were female started to meet him and they all got mixed up in like romantic Mm -hmm. situations. And, and they had like this, this whole, like, oh my gosh, how, how could he be like this? How could I be like this? Like all of this. And then they were like, why, why aren't, why has this never happened with you basically? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, because I show up, there was no opening in my energy for that kind of interaction. He knew who I was when I showed up, just by the way I showed up. And that's a boundary, right? All we have to do is know ourselves well enough, command the kind of energy in our lives that we want. And others feel that we never have to even have the discussion. It's just about, oh, okay. You know, it's like a two-year-old. A two-year-old will test their boundaries constantly, figuring out what is okay, what is not. Oh, now this person, what's okay, what's not. When you give that two-year-old the look, you know the look I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That kid knows I'm not even going to mess with that, right? And that's that's how we can show up in our boundaries. When we just show up in tremendous self-love and knowing what we deserve, people feel that. Yeah, absolutely. And that is so important right now, all the time, but I, I think even more so right now. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Right now is key. Yeah. Um, so Angela had a question in the chat earlier and she's asking about, can the angels be clearer? So if, if I have been able to feel the messages, but would like to be clear audience and hear them, is this possible? Yes, it is. Um, tuning in. Okay. Yes, it com- it is completely possible. So I'm seeing a couple of things. I'm seeing that there are times where you he- hear a high-pitched noise in one of your ears. So you're already receiving downloads. You're receiving messages on some level that you're just not able to interpret, you know, as, as if somebody was talking with you. That's the first thing. So, so that's to show you which of your ears is your psychic ear. So which one is it? Does it switch? Generally, it's one or the other. 
The second piece is that hearing isn't your predominant Claire, right? So Claire audience isn't your predominant sense. So what is, is it clairvoyance? Is it claircognizance? What is it that speaks to you the most when your intuition hits, when you're having these experiences? Do you see, do you feel? And that's where you start. You start with your sense that is the most open and you get in relationship with it. You grow to trust it. You play with it. You test it. You prove to yourself that your guidance that comes through that sense is spot on and is, and is something that you can trust no matter what. When you get to about 95% of trusting that ability, the rest of them will begin to open. And then you can start to play with fine tuning them as they open. So they'll open and you'll start to play with those and then you'll grow them from there. There you go. Awesome. Good. Good. She's, um, Angela says it's feeling. That's yeah. the challenge is interpreting the message. Great. So if you know that your predominant sense is feeling, you can speak to your guides, your angels, your higher self about how you want or how it would feel comfortable for you to feel. So if it's chills or like feathers or something pinching, you know, like whatever it is that would feel good to you and clear, let them know that because they're not going to cross that line because they don't want to scare you out of trusting your guidance. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Good question, Angela. Thank you. Um, so Sarah has her hand raised. Sarah, do you want to unmute yourself? Sarah, I know Sarah, I she's am, ready for a party. Yeah. Oh, already had it. <laughs> so um, may I take a second just to say, I put it in the chat because when I asked you that question last week, it was, why is this going on? Why am I spending it alone? And you told me that the angels were ready to party, but you know, the party has never worked out. But I found out, I went to an old growth forest where I, I fell in love. If you can fall in love at first sight with trees, um, I just feel like I need to go and live there. And I'm thinking of all, if there are any old growth close to me, because all of a sudden that's my place. And I had many magical things happen and somebody gave me a flower to put in my hair and somebody else let me in free to a concert. I didn't know was happening next to the forest because it was my birthday. And, you know, I found out that again, that when you travel alone, you open yourself to all the magical beings that are gonna, you're going to encounter on your way. So I got that. I have a question. I have a really, this is perfect timing for me because um, I am Claire cognizant. And yeah, I just put in the chat that I used to wonder if I was just being smart. People would say, oh, you're so smart. And then it was like, no, I think I'm channeling this information. I, I think this is being given to me because just it was too smart. I really didn't give myself credit for that. But this is my question. I'm so delighted because I didn't know you were on today. I just found out this morning. Um, first off, I'm getting ready to go to Israel. They've just um, done another quarantine for a week. Unless I were to move my trip up a month, I'm thinking I'll leave it where it is. And as we say in Jewish, Gamzulatova, it's all for the best. Um, here's my here's my thing. Since January, I have been full time learning. Um, uh, functional medicine and studying energy work and getting every healing I could get and buying more than I could afford, including the one with you, which was wonderful. And um, now I'm feeling like I don't need to do that so much anymore. And I've also faulted myself for meditating two hours a day because I don't seem to get much done in the day. And what you have just said 
speaks to me in that this is a gestation period and I'm healing up from horrible trauma 10 to 15 years ago. And um, Elizabeth Wood told me that I'm a walk-in as a, a very severe car accident getting knocked out 12 years ago, which was confusing. My understanding is that if I'm a walk-in, I'm continuing the mission of the previous soul in this body. Then maybe I don't need to <clears throat> unwrap all the karma and get to the bottom of all the fear because perhaps that was for the previous soul. That was confusing for a couple of weeks. Now I'm just wanting to do my work. I don't feel the need to get so many sessions with healers because I feel like whatever it is I need to do is before me. And I would like verification on that. I swing my pendulum. I said, do I need to work with this person, that person? I'm like a kid in a candy store. You know, I want to get all the healings. I want to get all the insights. I want to get ready to go out and do my own work. So I'm forgiving myself for all this time that I think is like just walking around or walking in the woods every day for two hours. And I'm wondering if there's a message to me from the angels because I have felt lazy I have felt blocked. I have felt like a tremendous amount of fear as to why I couldn't publish my book, which I think I told you about. And I'm wondering if now is the time to move. And I, I would love a clear message about what I'm supposed to do in the next six months. Long introduction, sorry, everybody. <laughs> So there's, there's a few things here. One of the first things that they pointed out as you were talking was that all of a sudden you were able to rest into that connection of, of all people everywhere. Like we talked about, we were on another call together, like about a week ago. So, so you were able to rest in that connection and you opened to the magic of what was possible right? So that's a big learning, it feels like at this point in time is, is we're going to be connecting with each other energetically first. And that's what you did. And so this is what the angels have said, give yourself time next year will be the party, right? You're building, you're flexing these muscles, you're building the muscles of connection. Um, the other things that feel really important are keep, I feel you moving forward and moving into like, there's all this wisdom that you've been integrating, but it's all also opening within you. So you haven't been wasting time. There's no need to feel lazy. What you have been doing is going to the beings that can help you open. So you've been going to the woods. You've been spending time with yourself. This is all necessary to figure out how your feet walk the earth now. You have so many lifetimes of walking in a deeply spiritual path. You know, I, I literally see you walking with Moses. I, it's just so amazing. And, and there's, there's all of this energy around that. And so what you're doing is you're walking. You're walking because that is how you move from place to place spiritually. And so just keep walking because you're moving to your next thing and everything, you're claircognizant, everything is going to open before you. It's just that integration period right now. Okay. Um, also had a tremendous fear and so much anxiety and, um, that's lifted today. I don't know if it's going to come back, but is there anything you could say to that? Because I feel like everything's fine except my clutter and my anxiety. Is there anything the angels could tell me about that? 
I, Archangel Ariel is saying when it happens, because anxiety is insidious, it will come up at the most inopportune times. Take it, thank it, hand it over to me. That's it. Just keep handing it to her. And then let her replace that energy in your system. And then make sure that you're bringing your head to where your feet are. Because anxiety happens when we are, when we move into the future. We move into the future with a reference point of the past. And so she wants you to take your head, bring it to where your feet are, so that you can then be present in the moment. Because that is the only place where you can feel completely safe. And is the clutter part of the anxiety or the fear that I have to hold on to everything? Because I might not. That feels generational. That doesn't feel like yours. So you can get rid of that pretty easily. It's definitely generational. Everybody in my family does it, but. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, all right. So there was a question from. Julie's iPhone. Julie's iPhone says, hello, I have tinnitus in my right ear. Is that ringing in my ear messages from my guides? Hmm. So I see like an overlay here. I see that there's actually a physiological tinnitus situation that, that's happening. But I also feel there is ringing in that ear from your guides. And it's not, it's not necessarily a ringing when it happens. It's more like a high-pitched hum a high pitched frequency. So it, it's not, it won't be anything super uncomfortable, but it may feel, sometimes it feels like your ear might be closing a little bit and then there's this high pitched. So it feels like the tinnitus is separate, but it also feels like that's the same ear that is your psychic ear because it's already so attuned to these higher pitched frequencies that it can get this, this energy in. Um, so what you can do, I see if you ask your angels and your guides for help calming the tinnitus down, it feels like that actually gets soothed. And then the other, the, the other will be less consistent. It happens once in a blue. It won't happen very often, but you'll be able to differentiate them more. Awesome. Good. Thank you. And Phyllis has, has her hand raised as well for a while. Phyllis, do you want to unmute yourself? Yes, uh, thank you. It, mine is a tinnitus question also. Uh, my mother died a year and a half ago and uh, my sister has tinnitus. And um, it happened as soon as my, well, she says as soon as my mom died. Can the angels um, give her a message of what to do? I don't know if it's messaging from my mom or if she just has tinnitus. There's a couple of things. Um, so it feels like this, the same kind of idea, ask the angels to help soothe the tinnitus. It'll, it'll take down, you know, cause it's pretty constant. It'll take it down a little bit. So it's not so maddening, so to speak. Um, I also do feel your sister receiving messages from your mother, but I don't feel it in that way. You know, it's, it's almost like your mother would never do, it feels like she would never do anything to, 
to try to hurt your sister or anything like that. So if it just feels like a little bit disconnected, but what I do feel is that there's an emotion that's connected to your mother's departure that is exacerbating the tinnitus or that opened the door for it to take root in her system. So if she could do a little exploration, since she's not here, I don't wanna like dive in and read her, but um, if she could do a little bit of exploration about what that might be, then she might get to the root of how, how to clear it a little bit, how to um, regain some of the quiet that she had before. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> awesome, thank you, Phyllis. Okay, so do we have any questions on the topic? <laughs> Our topic today is what? Is, is about reinventing your purpose, aligning well, with the now. <laughs> these are all these are all pieces of us. How do we show up in the now? Like this is happening. How do I move past it to show up? And, and this is all, every aspect of our life has to change in some way. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, I always trust when we're working with the angels that what comes is exactly what's, what's needed. But, um, but I just know. want to say one thing about the tinnitus, you know, it's like, Yes, we talk about energy, we talk about angels, we talk about all of that, but if there's anything physical, please get it checked with the doctor, yes. okay? Please get it checked with the doctor first. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That's why I don't like talking about physical stuff because I want you to go get it checked if you haven't yet. Um, it's, sorry. it's really important because at the very least, what getting it checked does is it relieves our mind from thinking about it. Mm -hmm. We'll know what is or isn't there and we'll be able to move forward with, with decisions based on what, like an actual situation <laughs> or, or not, you know, if we know it's not something that's almost more powerful than knowing yeah. it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Lori's <laughs> saying, I just turned 50 um, and still don't feel like I'm living the life I should be. I worry about my husband, my son, COVID, life, too much, I spend most of my days worrying. And there's a lot of shoulds in there, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. <laughs> well, so when we worry, that's just putting our energy into something that is pointless, right? I mean, that's basically what worry is. It's an energy drain. And so what, what would be a more efficient use of that energy for you? So obviously you're saying you're not feeling that you're living the life you could be because you're giving all of your energy over to something else that may or may not happen. And worry is prayer for the exact thing that we don't want to happen. So if we're worried about someone we love catching COVID, then, and we just keep worrying about it and worrying about it, then we're actually putting energy into that situation happening. You know, so we don't want to do that. We want to do the opposite. So again, when we're worried, when we're anxious, bringing our head back to where our feet are, bringing ourselves into this present moment. This present moment is the only place where I can receive my guidance. If I'm worried about the future, if I'm thinking about the past, I am not in a space where my guidance can reach me. So when we move into that anxiety, into that worry, bring it back to the now moment. This now moment, my son is okay. My husband is okay. Right. And even if the husband has tonsillitis and is on the couch with a fever, in this now moment, everything is okay. He's on the couch. I'm here. Even when we're walking through the hard things, if we're in this moment, it is the place where it's the eye of the storm. Mm -hmm. Everything is okay. We just have to keep coming back. And 
it's really important for us to master that anxiety for you also Lori. i just want to put this out there i feel like your anxiety is because there's there's also gifts that want to open within you that you've been wanting to keep closed so there's there's a piece of you that is asking to be looked at that you're worrying you're putting all that energy into that so that you don't have to look at it you don't have to be with it and so it feels like this next part of your life, what is that that's been asking for your attention? And can you sit with it? And can you explore it? And then your anxiety, your worry will decrease. Awesome. Thank you. So, wow. So, Lori, I wonder what that is that wants to come out, you know, uh, within you. We'll wait A lot of times it's one of our clairs that wants yeah. to open that we're so afraid of, you know? So, so is that it? Are you feeling called to something that you have no idea how to do? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Good. Keep us posted. Um, all right. Sherry has her hand raised. Sherry, you want to unmute yourself? Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Hi. Um, hi. Hi. This is, uh, there's a lot of energy. I'm trying to find a way to word my question. There's reinventing. There's um, so much fear in that of the not knowing. Um there's a part of me that knows and, and I'm listening and, and, and it's, and, and I know it's trust. Um, but it seems like every, like every it's, it's like, there's so much good and then not good. And there's just seems to be so much death and I'm listening and wondering, is that just a, like a sign that things are just changing? It's just a lot. Like there's just, it's almost like it's like the opposite ends of the scale and i'm hoping this makes sense so the the one thing that i i do know for sure is that in these great moments of change a lot of souls exit the planet and they're needed somewhere else their mission is is finished you know and, and none of our souls is surprised when we pass even if we pass suddenly and tragically, we still have given the okay. None of us leaves this planet without our soul saying, okay, I go now, I'm done. Um, so, so it feels really important for us to look at that. There are going to be a lot more souls leaving because this is a period of humongous change. And that's just what is happening. And it doesn't make it fun. It doesn't make it good. It just makes it what it is and what is happening. What I feel with you is not getting so lost in the things that are painful and negative. Yes, work through them, feel, feel them, let them move through you, but not letting that be a reason not to move forward with living. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think that's what I needed to hear. I, I do. I just get like, it's just it's like, I can't, I'm just stuck in it. And, and it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to, hard to stay up when, when, you know, you're, when I'm stuck in the, the sadness, right? Yeah. Well, the, the one thing that is what we can do with the sadness, that's beautiful. You know, I've been through this this year myself. I've lost a lot of people this year and there are a lot of people who meant a lot to me. So I'm following my guidance and I'm moving in the direction I'm called to move in to make my experience here 
as beautiful as it can be in their name. And I feel like that could be something that you use as your motivation as well. I am going to live this to the fullest because we only have a certain amount of years here and I'm going to do it for this person, this person, this person, and this person. And really invite them in to live through you now, like to be part of your team as you walk through this next part of your purpose. That's beautiful. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Sherry. So Thank much you. you. Much love. Yeah. Um, all right. So there was a, I hope I say your name right. Jayon? Jayon? Jayon had a question. Um, I have several wonderful projects that have completely stalled for me and I do not know why. Hmm. Okay. Th there are a few things that come up. So when we say we don't know why, we always know why. So that's the first invitation I, I extend to you to feel into, okay, I know why, why is it? The second thing is there's been a shift in the way you're being asked to show up as well as in what the world is ready for and what the world needs. And it doesn't feel like these things are completely unrelated. It feels like, okay, how is this project being asked to make a subtle shift? Is this not the time or does it need to change just very slightly? And it, and it feels like a very slight change. Like if you're on a straight path, like changing five degree angle, you know? So, so there are a few things there I offer you because it doesn't feel like the same reason for everything. And it also feels like at this point you're being invited to focus on one thing at a time, really putting your focus into one thing and making it as beautiful as it can be and then moving on to the next. And that's just for the now, just for this moment. It doesn't mean you won't be able to multitask as you move forward, but it feels like that's your integration now is, is calming it down to putting your energy into one thing and yourself. Awesome, good, thank you. And you know, it, it just might be the energies of this time, like Teresa is saying, and sometimes we do have to put all of our energy into one thing, work on that. And then as that shifts and changes and, and moves forward, it's going to free up your energy to work, to work on the other parts as well. So absolutely. So, sometimes it's just, just maybe like a, a little tweak for a couple of weeks and then things will start to move again. Um, so Diane says, Diane or Di, not sure, uh, have moved away from full-time employment to part-time employment so I can have time for my purpose and having time to meditate and get clear on my purpose. However, this part-time job feels too chaotic and is an energy drain. Should I seek a new part-time job? Hmm. Okay, so it feels like this is a two-part situation. So the first part is the job feels chaotic and like an energy drain. Is there a way that you can show up differently that where you have boundaries where you're at being asked to honor your sensitivity and show up with protection of your genius, let's say. So that's the first part. If you have done that, or if you do that, and then still it's something that is feeling like it's taxing you instead of providing you with the resources you need for what comes next, then maybe move into something different but it feels important for you to explore how you're showing up and how you are commanding your own energy in the space first, because it just feels like that's important for you as you move into the future. 
Thank you. Awesome. So, you know, how long have I been doing my show? Since 2013. How long has my show been on at this time? I don't know. A long time. Does my family know this? Yes. So why? Why does my aunt call me at this time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, gosh, she should know. She should know by now. But, you know, awesome. So um, I missed part of the ending because I was trying to like, ah, but thank you. Thank you, Di. Hopefully that made sense for you. Ah, goodness. All right. Uh, we're going to take uh, Destiny and then Pat Seabird. I don't know if the other Pat's here, but Destiny and then Pat Seabird. So, okay, good. Awesome. All right, Destiny, you want to unmute yourself? We're going to take some quick questions. Hi, uh, yeah, uh, kind of. Speak again. Um, you know what? Hang on. I'm going to um, pull over right here. Yeah, you definitely should not be um, driving when you're on a call. Well, I didn't get any. I just got on. I just haven't had a chance to really um, do. I mean, I. Okay. I want you to be safe. <laughs> Your safety is more important than an answer from a call. I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I, oh my gosh, I am dealing with some shadow energy, and I, to be honest, to be honest with you, it really doesn't all feel like mine. Like whatever's happening that's got a hold of my um, shadow energy feels like it's not fully mine it feels weirdly synthetic something not right and let's see let's see let's see if Teresa picks up on anything yeah hmm. so of course as sensitives and empaths we are open you know we're open we have bright lights and other energies are attracted so let's just say um, you're sitting down to meditate on peace. What's going to happen is as you focus on peace, all of the energies that are the opposite of peace are going to show up, right? So what we need to do is continue to focus on what it is that we want and grow our light bigger and bigger to push those energies further and further and further away from us, to push them out of our aura mm -hmm. with our light. And so this is the one big thing that the angels always want us to understand is that we are in control of every experience we have at the psychic level as well as at the physical level and so if you don't want these energies around you you need to tell them to leave in no uncertain terms and you need to do it in a way with you know call in your team that will make them go we'll, we'll prevent them from coming back that will seal up your aura once they are pushed out and and so the invitation here is for you to move into that knowing before you do all of the work to push this energy out know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is your aura this is your body this is your energy system and nothing that you say can't be there can be there and and that's it it's the law of the universe and you know sometimes when we're not paying attention we're tired we're whatever things come in and so if you need help getting them out then get the help but you need to make sure that you're fortifying your system so that you continue to have your energy be big enough that these things don't come back does that make sense uh, well, for a while, I was actually going to other places 
and not sure where I was in my body, but I'm starting to understand that I'm, you know, that I was there and coming back into my body. But now I'm noticing that these beings are coming into my body too. Um, so I guess it's a matter of me discerning where I'm at and getting back to me. But what I realized is that <clears throat> there was interference that was holding me in certain places. You see, like there's a distant identity that there is an energy that keeps trying to pull me there. Mm -hmm. So go mm -hmm. back and listen to what Teresa said, because again, you're giving your power away to that, that distinct energy, whatever that energy is. You have, have power over your body and your today. energy. Sorry. I've had to clear that energy five times today. I'm just tired of clearing all the time. I want to live my life. I don't want to be spending it all clearing all the damn time, you know? Yeah. yeah, you need some help to get rid of it once and for all and close and seal your aura and then and and you know get the tools that you need to do it on a regular basis. You have to like this is for everybody. You have to maintain your energy field and your aura on a regular basis. It's not just one and done. Right. So, you know, like right before mm -hmm. I got on the call, I did some aura sprays for myself right before I got on call. After the call, I'll do it again, you know, um, and you know, other practices. I have to do that every day, a couple of times a day. I have to, you all have to, if you're going to be on these types of calls, you have to do that for yourself. And at the same time, be in that power, you know, in your own power to know that nothing at nothing that you don't want is allowed to enter your field. Okay. You have that power. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but you have that power. You need to recognize that you have that power. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it can be as simple as you are not welcome here. You are not welcome here. You must leave. And that, and, but completely and irreversibly not welcome back, go back to where you came from. You know, that's it. It, it needs to, there needs to be a finalization and a finality to, to what it is that's done. Cause you, you right. You are right. You cannot spend your time and energy clearing your energy system, like five to 10 times a day. It's not an efficient use of the resources that you have. Yeah. So, so go back and listen and, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. So hopefully that made sense. Destiny. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. It's tough. I mean, I'll be honest, it's tough when, um, you know, you might be stressed out or whatever, but sometimes you have to get help. You know, sometimes you need some external help from somebody else, like get some support from somebody. And then once you're more back into balance, then you can maintain your field and your, your, your energy by yourself. But sometimes you need help. I've had to do that myself, you know, so I get it. I totally get it. Um, I just call that maintenance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you got to maintain yourself, but it's, you also need to call in somebody outside of your field too, that you trust and that you love to, to help you maintain every once in a while. And yeah. you know what, the one thing I trust with any of us is that we know when that kind of energy is needed. And, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to my guy and I'll just be like, okay, time for a session. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. And I've gotten much better over the past couple of years. Like as, as soon as I get a little inkling, it's like, ah, there's something here. It's like something is not right. You know, I'll, I'll do a session and then I'm good. You know, so please you do know. recognize that it's not, you know, it's, we all need it from time to time. Okay. I do actually want to say also that I, you know, years ago I would go for 
Reiki and energy work like several times a week. And I didn't think there was going to be anything better ever, but we all change and, and evolve and shift and what works for a little while sometimes, you know, and I love all of those systems and I've seen them work miracles, but now I go to acupuncture mm-hmm. like every two weeks consistently. So to keep my field a certain way. And for me, that's what works now. And who knows two weeks from now, if that'll be the case still, but it's really about what is it that works for you? What changes your energy quickly? And, you know, and it may be in a place you don't expect to find it. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Thank you. Um, all right, Pat Siebert. Hello, Alara and Teresa. Thank you very much for this opportunity today. Very, very beautiful opportunity that you're providing everyone. And thank you for that. Thank you. Hello, Miss Teresa. Um, I've worked with Teresa a little bit in the past. Still um, kicking and screaming, trying to figure out my my purpose at this particular juncture. Um, a lot of doors that I've been knocking on have been either closing or not opening, and kind of frustrated. I'm between trying to figure out whether I it's time for me just to take a break and uh, quit trying to make things happen or continue to try and test drive and make things happen. I, it's, it's a tough balance with me. I, I sense it's my ego and my intuition kind of overlapping and confusing the issue at this particular juncture. Thank you. So as you were sharing, I was feeling, what is it when, when you were a little kid and someone said to you, what do you want to do when you grow up? What did you say? Teacher. Teacher. Okay. And what did you like to do as a, as a child? If left to your own devices, what would you do? Um paint, draw, play, um, physically active, like to be outside. Okay. How many of those things are you doing now? Oh, I get outside, I play, I um, am physically active. Um, not so much of the drawing and painting and teaching okay. right now. Okay, there's where you, it feels like there's where your answer is. So when we're, okay, so this is how the, you know that your purpose has shifted. You feel like you're swimming upstream constantly. You feel that you're putting all of this energy in, you're following what your soul or your heart is telling you to do, what makes logical sense, but you're not getting anywhere. You know, it's, it's taking a lot of energy to stay, just stay where you are and not move forward. And so what it feels like is if you do I feel you outside drawing or painting, like getting out of the space and just going outside. And even if you just take a stick and you draw in the dirt or something, it feels like when you're doing that, your mind goes blank and new intuitive hits can come in. 
And that's what the creative process does. You know, whether you're a dancer or a painter or you're creative when you're crunching numbers, when we're in that creative space, our mind clears and intuitive messages can not only come to us, but can work through us. There are so many artists who are simply channels of the divine. And it feels like for you, we need to get you out of this part of your brain and into another part of your brain. So you create some space for the intuition to hit. Um, and I literally, the angels are showing me like bounces off your head, bounces off your head. And then you're in this other space and it's like, okay, it's stuck. So it's like intuitive darts, you know? Um, so, so that feels really important. Connect with your inner child, connect with the things you used to like to do. And when you're outside and you're being physical, maybe do some of it like you would have done when you were five instead of the age you are now, right? You know, if you're, if you're running around, it's going to look very different than it does now. So, so can you get back into that place of just being in that energy of play and freedom? And it feels like that's where there's a magic point for you, where there's something you've never considered that starts to like the seed gets planted and it starts to give you ideas. Does that, how does that feel? Feels, feels good. And I was wondering what that hollow sound of things bouncing off my head was. That was. You were wondering what? I'm sorry, I missed it. I, just being a smart aleck. That's oh, all. go ahead. Do it again. I, I was wondering what that hollow sound was of those things bouncing <laughs> off my head. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. For, uh, thank I love you, it. Lara. You're welcome. It. Thank you, Pat. And I, I love what, what you said, Teresa, about, um, you know, going back and starting to look at what did you like to do when you were a child or younger, right? What, what lit you up? What brought you joy? What was fun for you, right? And we, we all forget that just because we're adults does not mean that we can't play, right? And do those things that we used to like. But at the same time, you know, a lot of us don't ha have memories of our childhood. Like we don't remember things from our childhood, right? So it's like, oh, so whenever somebody says that, so, oh, go back, what did you do when you were young? It's like, ah, uh, don't know, don't know. But the thing is, when we're feeling childlike, even in our adult phase, that, that will give you uh, clues and hints, right? So, you know, like for example, when I would do painting or when I would do the, the dot painting, that was fun for me, that, 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 that lit me up. And Baking. it didn't- <laughs> Baking, yeah, I, exactly. I had to put it on pause. I was gaining too much weight, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's it's fun, right? And so that's when you have to look at. It's not you know when you're doing things that are fun is that that's not necessarily going to be the money maker, but it's going to shift your energy. It's going to allow you know more of those insights to come in more freely and more easily, right? So that when you do your whatever work that you do you know, it, it will automatically flow into that. It's about having the balance in, in all areas of your life, but you got to have that play and that lightness of spirit as well. Absolutely. And, you know, when we were children, we were as connected to our soul as ever. And so if we can get back there and we just operated from what our soul and what our body was telling us to do. So if there's any way for us to get back there, even in meditation, mm -hmm. go back without the trauma and connect into who we were in those early years on this planet, then we can get information about ourselves that we might've lost, that we might've forgotten. We can reconnect with a piece of our soul that we might've been told wasn't 
there was no place for it on this planet. Like, you know, I was told many times by many different people that you can't make a living as a commercial artist. And I said, watch me. And I did. And, you know, and it was like, I'm going to prove you wrong because it wouldn't be in me if it wasn't something I was supposed to do. And this is what I say. Life purpose doesn't stay the same all the time. That was my purpose then. And then it shifted and now it's shifting. And it's all, all of the things we shift with who we are and what we need to accomplish. Yeah. And that's the thing. Be, be okay with your purpose shifting, be okay with, you know, whatever you're doing shifting, right? Um, and it, it, it can sometimes feel a little uneasy, right? Because it's sometimes it's like you have one foot in one purpose and the other foot is not quite in any other purpose. It's just hanging there, kind of dangling. It's like, I don't know what this part is, right? So, but be okay with that and trust and ask questions, right? Asking your guides, asking your, your higher self, asking your angels questions about what's next and asking yourself, what brings me joy, right? What lights me up? How can I contribute? How can I be of service? Universe, divine, show me. And if you don't like the answer, change the question. Sometimes we're <laughs> asking the wrong question. So keep changing your question. And if the answer is the same, <laughs> then you're stuck. Yeah. You know. But change the question as often as you like to try to get to the root of what is truly there. Yeah. Oh, I love that. If you don't like the answer, change the question. I'm doing that. It's like, all right, time to change the question and keep getting the same answer. Come on, let's, let's change the question. But also allow yourself time for integration, right? Allow yourself time to rest. Somebody asked a question in the chat about how do you know when it's time for rest, when your soul is needing rest, right? Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was now, but I saw it and it's like, it's gone. It's like way back when, <laughs> long time ago. No, 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 no. But they were, they were wondering about, you know, their, their purpose and also how do you know it's time to rest? How do you know when, you're, when your soul needs to rest and integrate? So a lot of times our body needs to rest, right? So when our soul needs time to rest, our body needs to rest. We need, maybe it's not even sleep. Maybe we're just getting the, oh my gosh, I need a vacation. I mm -hmm. need to take some time off. I need to do something that's not this for a little while. You know, those are all signs that there's something else that needs attention and, and that you need to kind of separate yourself from the day to day so that you can, again, just like we were talking about with Pat, move out of that part of your brain and then move into something else and let it happened. I mean, I just went away for two days. I took a long weekend and I came back yesterday and I was like so full of energy and so excited, you know, so it can be a very short rest, but there are times where our system is telling us you just need to unplug in some way. And that then is your sig your signal that you need to rest. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the thing is that you will know, you will know, and that the rest doesn't have to be for weeks, you know, it can be even a couple of hours, right? It can be, you know, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to go for a WALK. And because he's dog is there. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go for a WALK out, you know, so sometimes that's all it is, or I'm going to take a little nap right now. I know I have so much stuff to do, but I just need 10 minutes, I'm going to take a little nap. That, that is all you need sometimes. And that's what your body requires, but it's also your, your, your energy field uh, processing. You know, we're processing a lot right now. There's a lot coming up for us emotionally. A lot of old stuff, old patterns are coming up as well that, you know, you, 
are being asked to look at and as well as everything in the collective we we pick up on everything right so we're processing for a lot you know for ourselves for our children for our ancestors for for the collective so give yourself a break when you're suddenly like you know what nothing is working and i'm really tired i i, I don't know what's going on take a break that's when you need to breathe get out of your head and do something fun or do something relaxing it's yeah. legit the most productive thing you can do. If you are sitting at your desk hammering away at something and it's just not getting done, if you walk away to the water cooler, to the water pitcher, whatever it is, come back, I guarantee you it will go like crazy. Yeah. You know, you'll just be in a different space. You need to take a break and have that reset. The There are a couple of things that I just wanted to touch on. If you, if you don't listen to the signs that your system is giving you that you need a break, that you need time to integrate or rest or refuel, you will end up manifesting an illness that will force you to take that break. So when we get those signals or universe will step in and give you like the, the universal boot in the butt, right? Mm -hmm. And you'll have to take the break. So when we can, the earlier we can recognize those kind of cues that our system is giving us, then we can actually be more productive and more effective in managing our own energy. And, you know, something that's, that's important to realize right now, in addition to everything we've been talking about that we're facing, we are facing a global mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. And we are feeling that as the healers of the world, we are intuitively knowing that people need to be held, people need to, to be in a space where they just feel loved and together. And there's still, we still can't do that. And we yeah. can't heal in that way. So it sort of is like also, well, how can we, how can we address this when we can't do the things we normally would do in order to, to do that? So that's the other thing is remembering that you are a healing force on this planet. And when there is something that needs healing, you get it, you understand it. And so that's part of the urgency we're feeling as well. You know, I was just, I had the awareness yesterday or today. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to Canada this year because just I, I can't, you know, and it's like, oh, wow. You know, since I've moved here in 2016, I've always gone back every year to visit with my family, you know, my parents, my mom, my kids. And it's like, oh, I'm not going this year. And it was like, it was like, it's like, oh, I don't like this. I like being able to go home, be nurtured, be taken care of by my mom. You know, it's yeah, like I, exactly. You know, and it's like I mean, I, you know, this year has been really difficult, and it's like I could, you know, I could use a hug. I actually need, you know, the physical contact. Amanda was just here, but she's gone now back to Paris, right? So I have I have Neo, so he gets all the hugs, you know, um, not as you know the same as a mother's hug, but you know what, I'll take it, right? But we are missing that. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I know I'm missing that. I'm missing my mom. I'm mi missing my dad a little bit, but it's more about being taken care of, right? Being supported, you know, and, you know, I'm being there for them as well, right? So yes, I need them. It's been a hell of a year. So I, I definitely needed their support, but they also need me, right? They need to see yeah. me as well. So it's like, so it's, it's tough on everyone right now when we have these restrictions and limitations right but next year april i'm going to a wedding in florida and then i'll be in canada as well so it's like just april i can hold on till april i can do it and my son is coming at christmas it's like okay christmas 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 you know so um it'll be okay but i have something to look forward to right 
Robert's coming back home in three weeks. That'll be awesome. And then I'm going to see my son at Christmas. My daughter's going to come back at Christmas as well. I'm going to see them at Christmas. Yay. And then April, I'll go back home to see the rest of my family. Right. So it's like we need we, we need that interaction. We need that engagement. We need that physical touch. You know, we need that contact with our family and friends. You know, we're, we're human beings and that's part of the part of our humanity. Right. So recognize that, you know, if one of your friends, colleagues, coworkers, family members is like, you know, feeling a little crunchy lately, you know, what, what do they require? You know, do they require some extra support? You know, can you just smile at them, you know, if you see them or, you know, call them up and say, hey, how are you doing? I think, you know, people could really use that right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know it's like, I realized that today. It's like, yeah, I could really use a hug. Okay, Neo, it's you. <laughs> so my cat does this. She's like, yeah, <laughs> Neo doesn't like hugs either, but it's like, you know what, it, 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 it's, it's, it is what it is. So, you know, um, just recognize that, you know, for yourself as well, that, you know, be extra gentle, be extra supportive, be extra compassionate, you know, if you can, because people are going through a lot right now that we've never gone through before, you know, so it's all new for everybody and we're all trying to deal with it in our own way. And it's not always easy. I usually have good days, like you guys all see me, but there are days when it's like, ugh, you know, not so great, right? But um, yeah, so please give, give each other a hug, even on this call, give each other a hug because we need it. You know, we need that love. We need that support. We need that, you know, group, group community, you know, um, it, it's necessary. Okay, so um I'm not, I'm not sure if there's any more things in the chat. I'm sure there are, but it's like, they're like way up there somewhere. But Teresa, I know you wanted to talk about your package that we have today. Um, so for those of you who are interested, it is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa eight. I'm gonna put the link in the chat as well. So Teresa, let's talk about your offering this time. Great. So the package is a three-part package, which is really exciting. It's three different items. The first one is the Miracles Every Day meditation package. So there are three different meditations that you can use every day in order to open your life to more miracles. So it's the meditation for becoming, the meditation journey with Divine Mother, and how to clear our earth-based chakras and make them crystalline. The second awesome. piece is the Meet and Heal with the Angels series. It's pre-recorded and it's all about meeting your archangels, six different archangels, really having an intimate experience with each one and figuring out how you perceive their energy and interpret it in your life so that when you call on them and they show up, you'll recognize who is there and the messages that they're giving you because you'll develop your own vocabulary as you work with them as an individual. So that's really exciting. I just, there have been so many amazing responses to that course and the experiences people are having with it. So I'm thrilled to be able to offer it here. And then item number three is a live angel transformation hour. And that's on August 17th, where you'll call in and the angels will answer your personal questions as well as give a group message in terms of what needs to be said and shared at that time for the people who are on the call, as well as for what's going on in the world. And these calls are 
tremendously powerful and really filled with loving community. We're talking about needing hugs. These calls are like giant hugs. And, you know, this is, um, this is actually the last one I'm going to be doing for a while, for at least a year, because I'm going into deep study. So, um, so it just feels like this is the perfect place to offer this combination to help you to stand more in alignment with your angels. Beautiful. Thank you. And, you know, and that's the thing, like so many of you have asked, how can I hear my angels? How can I have a better relationship with my angels? Which angel is working with me? I mean, I get asked those types of questions all the time, right? Me too. So, yes. you know, so these, this package is going to help you uh, with that. You know, the meet and heal with the angels package is going to help you with that as well as the, the meditations every day. You know, the, the thing is, we we're talking about getting still, we're talking about getting quiet and this is how you do it. So these, these meditations journeys will help you to, you know, clear your chakras, which means clearing your energy field, maintaining your energy field. You know, a journey with divine mother is always so beautiful. I just, I love when divine mother works with us, you know, so it's always so powerful and always so beautiful. And, you know, this is about recognizing and knowing that you are supported. You are supported. And these, this is a support package. Oh, I think you wrote that somewhere. It's a, it's a summer support package. <laughs> I love that. It is a summer support package because, you know, also we're heading into fall mm -hmm. and this fall is going to be very physically challenging for a lot of us in terms of like physical body stuff. So, you know, the, the climate change is affecting us in different ways. We have new things to deal with. It's an early ragweed season where I am. So sinuses are going crazy. So getting our energy systems as full as possible now will help us as we move forward throughout the fall. Absolutely. So please definitely. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to ask now, but it's like, it's $88, Teresa. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's only $88. I would definitely jump on it um, if you can and start to work with your archangels, right? And start to work with your energy field. And then, of course, there is the live transmission um, call with Teresa as well on August 17th. So you don't want to miss that. Again, the, the package is again available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa eight. So please do take advantage of that. I love that Sarah says she's delaying her flight to Israel until the night of the 17th so she can be on that call. <laughs> I know. Oh. Uh, that's so nice, Sarah. Good job. I know it's good because she'll take me in her heart with her to Israel. That's a place I've always wanted to visit and I haven't been able to get there yet. I know, me too. Absolutely. I it's love it. magic. It's magical. You can come. My flight won't be full. <laughs> That's true. It won't be full. There's there's room. Thank Let you, me Sarah. know when you're going and I'll give you a tour. I've been there 25 times now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Whew. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> All right. So is there anything else that you or the angels would like to share with us today, Teresa? Yeah, see, Archangel Ariel is, is she showed up as huge and strong for us today. But what she really wants is, is for us to let her be that for us for now so that we can rest into the changes that are occurring within us, figuring out who we are now and how we're being asked to show up. Just continue to give her the things that we would normally hold so that we can take that space, take that breath for ourselves. Because what the angels have been consistently saying is you are going to wish that you use this time 
for relaxation, for rest, for play. Because when you move forward into the purpose that you are longing for and asking to be in, it's going to require so much and you're going to sit there and say, I wish I had used that time. So really take the time. It's like being between jobs, right? Mm -hmm. We always wish when we go to the next one that we had used that time to, to do something besides worry. And so this is what they really want for us to give them everything that's weighing us down so that we can be fully present and put one foot in front of the other, figuring out how our feet work on the ground here at this time. And it's been lifetimes since some of us had actually have actually had our feet on the ground. So it's time to get in the body and figure out what that looks like for us now. Oh, beautiful. And that, and it really is about being in the body. That's how you create. That's how you have experiences in the body to get in the body and, and play, right? Play. Oh, ask, ask your inner child what it would like to do, right? So, you know, I was thinking about that earlier today. It's like, oh, I haven't, I haven't done any painting in a while. I, I really, I would like to do that. So I'm going to make some time this week to, you know, clear out a space and do that because that's fun for me. I enjoy it. And then the energies, trust me, the energies start to flow. More creativity means more insights, more messages, mm -hmm. more, you know, new stuff coming in, right? And, um, so be, be willing to have some fun, be willing to take time for yourself, taking time for yourself and doing nothing is not bad. You know, sometimes I will take time for myself and do nothing for a couple of hours that recharges me, you know, as much as meditation recharges me as much as going for a WALK recharges me, sometimes <laughs> doing absolutely nothing also recharges me. Right? Yeah, so, and you can schedule that too. You can actually put it on your calendar if you're someone who functions only from things you have to do. But I mean, this past weekend, I had I was with my nieces for like an overnight. We had, you know, we I babysat them overnight and we went for a picnic, we played tag, we painted, we like we did all of the stuff and and then we built a fort and watched a movie, right? And that nice. was just me being me and I just felt like so connected with myself and and they were like, "Aunt Teresa, we're tired," you know, and they're little kids and I was like, "Yes, I outlasted the little kids." But that's the energy of play. When yeah. we can do things like that, you know, if you're home by yourself, build a fort and watch a TV show you know, do something just for fun. Yeah, exactly. You, we are allowed to have fun in this life as well as work and all that other stuff. You're allowed to have fun. So what is fun for you, right? Do that. Take, take five, 10 minutes and have some fun. I mean, I mean, I know that when I blow bubbles, like use bubbles for Neo, cause he loves it. I get so much joy out of it. You know, watching him trying to catch the bubbles. It's so much fun for me. It lights me up, right? So that's a small, simple little thing that I know brings me joy and brings him joy too, right? So I think we're gonna go play with some bubbles. Yeah. Did you know that bubbles. blowing bubbles and letting them pop is one of the fastest ways to transmute energy? There you go. <laughs> yep. I bought myself a whole bunch of bubbles during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it, right? So why not? It's a simple thing. And that's what you wanna do. You want to be able to change the energy of your space, change your own energy, right? So. There are many, many ways, right? Many ways you can Google it, many, many ways, but you know what? Bubbles. There you go. Do that. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much, Teresa. This was so much thank fun. You. I know we're, I know, I mean, I'm afraid we're not going to see you for a little while because you're going to be busy, right? So well, not... you know, I, well, you'll see me. Okay, <laughs> you'll good. see me, but I will be busy. I will be in school full time. So I yeah. will be busy. I know. So it's like, I'm not sure if you're going to do a show anytime in the next couple of seasons. So we'll, like, see, oh. we'll make it happen, Alara. 
<laughs> oh good because i always have so much fun i was thinking about that when when you had told me it's like oh no does that mean she's not gonna do any more shows oh my goodness <laughs> we we still need your presence you know we still need your energy we still need your wisdom i'm not going anywhere you all know where to find me <laughs> awesome. and we'll still be doing sessions awesome good yay glad to hear that all right everyone so thank you thank you thank you thank you for all the questions comments feedback i might have missed some questions i apologize um, but this was such a full, full conversation, full call. The angels were here with us sharing. And um, so please go back, watch, listen again, check out the package from, uh, from Teresa. You definitely want to get that if you're wondering how to connect with your angels, with your guides, especially the archangels and how to work with them, how to know when they're there with you, as well as the beautiful meditations and the live session with Teresa on August 17th. You don't want to miss that. Okay. $88 is all it is. So please do check it out. Ah, uh, <laughs> <aw>, so sweet. <laughs> all right, Teresa, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So glad to have you back on the show again and looking forward to thank having you. you back again next season and the season after. Yay. Go blow bubbles, everybody. Bye. Yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.